Hi, this is Tony from Nico Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Tom Kramer, the group CEO of TIH. Tom, thank you very much for taking time to talk to me. It's um, great to catch up with you again. Tony, wonderful to see you. And thank you for reaching out to, to do a chat with you. Yes, no, we've got good reason to connect. Um, we, we got the news that the deal with regards to the acquisition of Renata by T TIH has been approved and everything has been done from a regulatory perspective. And um, it's now sort of full throttle into um, building a different uh, future for both businesses in the intermediate uh, intermediated space. So maybe just to ask you a little bit about uh, the deal, sort of where, first of all, does Renasa and this deal fit into the greater TIH? Yeah, thanks, Tony, for that question. Well, first of all, we're very excited about having got this deal across the line. Um, we see a lot of synergy between, you know, Renasa's journey to where they find themselves today and our journey over the years from the perspective of being incredibly entrepreneurial um, as a business. So lots of synergies with that. And, you know, Renasa also has been extremely innovative in the off-platform uh, intermediated space. So, so that's really exciting. So where do they fit? Um, as you know, TIH pioneered the multi-channel, multi-brand insurance approach in South Africa, which essentially, Tony, has become ubiquitous with most big insurers nowadays. They mm. operate across um, multiple, multiple channels. And if you look back probably more than two decades, auto in general, um, has always been a pretty strong yeah. in the on-platform broking market uh, in South Africa. And in um, around about 2014, giving you a bit of a backstory, we yeah. took over the underwriting of the um, MUA high net worth uh, book. Um, That's right. And, and when we took it over, Tony, we we kind of realized that that was a bit of a hybrid of on and off platform, but mostly off platform. And um, that relationship has been incredibly, incredibly successful for us. Uh, so for MUA and, um, and for the TIH group. And so we kind of had cut our teeth a bit in terms of um, understanding uh, those businesses and in particular adding value in the background from a supply chain perspective from a pricing and customer uh, um, a service perspective and underwriting. Um, and so when the Renasa opportunity came along, we, we realized that given our uh, a strategy to grow aggressively in the South African market, when I say grow aggressively, obviously we don't want to do it in a fashion that's reckless. Uh, you know, we want to be careful that when we do grow that um, we, we do it in, in the right fashion. So when the Renasa opportunity came along and knowing that they've been incredibly successful in the in intermediated market, particularly in the off-platform space, uh, we jumped at the opportunity to, to do a deal with them. So they fit beautifully into our stable of building out our, our multiple channel offering um, through the group. So, so I don't know if that kind mm. of answers the, the thinking and how they, they, they fit in with us. Yeah, no, it definitely does. <clears throat> I think the, the, it's very clear that Renasa has um, always focused primarily 
and I shall say exclusively on the intermediated market. So it, it, it definitely seemed like a great fit um, because there's a clear distinction in um, which target market you now can reach that you might not have reached before. Exactly, exactly. We would not have been able to um, capture business in that sector without Aranasa's expertise and experience in the, particularly the off-platform market. So really, really exciting stuff for us, uh, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can I sort of, will I be overreaching if I say that um, we might see other acquisitions of smaller businesses, well, businesses, not necessarily just TIH, but a bit more of consolidation of smaller businesses based on the economic climate, where insurance is at, et cetera? Yeah, look, so so maybe before I answer that question, um, Tony, maybe just let me prem premise the our appetite for growth. And, you know, I, I mm -hmm. lose control growth. And uh, in, in looking at bringing Renas into the stable, as I said, we were looking for the expertise that they have, particularly in the commercial sector. Um, it's, in essence, we'll triple the size of our commercial book um, in this deal. Um, we'll get access to technology we previously didn't get access to with Nimbus and Rock, so, uh, innovations that Renasa has brought to the market over the years. Mm. And we'll mm. get access to underwriting managers in specialist fields that we didn't previously um, uh, uh, you know, deal with in the past. And to give you a yeah. Give you a sense of scale. Our premium income or our revenue for TIH now goes to eleven and a half billion. Um, mm -hmm. Ninety odd percent of which Tony is non-life orientated, and yeah. um, so what Renasa brings to the table is a between a fifteen and twenty percent boost to our overall group revenue. So we mm -hmm. kind of we really the bulking and the bringing together of these businesses, I think just makes makes complete sense on so many levels. Yeah, so, exponential, because it's not just buying a book. Absolutely. Yeah. So so then, um, then to answer your question around what we'll see happening in the market with smaller players, look, it's been the mother of all storms, let's face it, for the market, mm. um, yeah. with the cat events, uh, with the riots, with COVID, um, insurers, Big and small have taken a lot of strain. And I think, yeah. you know, in answer to that question, those insurers that aren't super efficient on a pricing, underwriting, data uh, perspective um, will come under strain in the years to come. So that's that's definitely one thing that one needs to pay attention to. With all these events that have happened in the market, the reinsurers, and you'll probably know, have really rocketed prices. So you've got kind of double digit increases mm. across the board. We've heard some kind of horror stories of some of our competitors, uh, not only in terms of increases, but also first amounts and deductibles um, that have been put through the roof by reinsurers. So with all that happening, those insurers that have a very strong uh, balance sheet and are well capitalized are are positioned to be able to um, get opportunities that ordinarily may not have been there. So, yes, in answer to the question, I do see more of this happening. Um, 
And, you know, I, I do see that our acquisition of Renasa presents a fantastic opportunity for us to compete against the dominant, real dominant players in mm. the kind of uh, co commercial stroke specialized sectors of the market. Um, they've traditionally just, you know, had no real uh, um, kind of uh, outside competition for, for quite some time. And I think us now coming to the table, with our strong balance sheet, we're going to drive um, healthy competition in that space. So on so many levels, uh, th this this makes sense, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Because also for me, um, I, I sort of almost, when I first um, heard the news originally last year, um, it was for me a, a, a sort of a, a real vote of confidence in the intermediated market. And what you've spoken about now seems to confirm that for me. Yeah. And I think in the intermediated market, you know, if you, if you and you probably have spent some time with the Renasa management before, they're extremely passionate about that market. And, you know, they tell the stories about the fact that they're on 24-7 for, for yeah. uh, their, their broking partners. And even if they're on holiday uh, on the beach, they'll they'll take care of, of their, their broker and their broker customer needs. And that's, mm. that's really fantastic. It's an exciting place to, to be with um, a business that is really deeply focused on taking care of the inter intermediated market. So that all bodes well for the future to help them be more competitive mm. against their competitors in that space, Tony. Yeah. And um, Tom, then just to in in closing on the on the staying on the subject of the brokers, um, what are your thoughts about the broker? Obviously, this is a positive move from your side, um, and seeing the brokers as a positive environment. Uh, what are your thoughts of the future of the intermediated market in the long term? Yeah. So yeah, very good question, Tony. So first of all, so it's business as usual at Renasa. And we look forward to um, helping them power on from here and building on what they've already built. Unquestionably, there is um, always going to be a place for uh, the intermediated market. It's a very powerful sector in South Africa. And um, I think in, in that market, if they continue to add value to customers the way they are, if they embrace digitization, Tony, um, and I think any good company should be be looking to do that. If they embrace the use of data um, and they're innovative in their, their methods of reaching their customers and serving their customers, they're just going to grow from strength to strength. There's no question mm -hmm. that in certain uh, parts of the market, they're always going to be best served by brokers and the intermediated sector. So such as the more complex risks, such as the commercial market, and such as the high end of the personal lines market. So it's a big vote of confidence for mm -hmm. um, the broking and intermediated market. And, you know, we're really happy um, to help our growth appetite by getting in and supporting, supporting that market. Obviously, a lot of collaboration needs to take place between the underwriter and the partner, the broking partner. And, yeah. and we think we can bring additional expertise to bear to help um, ultimately um, serve their customers better. So I yeah. hope that answers that question. You did, um, Tom. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's um, on that sort of uh, uh, positive note.
and uh, I would like to thank you for your time and um, for a great discussion. Thank you.